Hey guys, Merry Belated Christmas. It has been a crazy week. It's been almost a week since we initially recorded this episode, but uh, over Christmas, my whole family's been sick. A lot of things happened. Uh, it's been a very rough time for me this past week. So uh, for more on that, check out our next episode, which by the time this is being released should be out soon. So I hope you had a great Christmas. Uh, check out this Christmas-themed episode with some fun segments. And uh, Happy New Year. Welcome to Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. are the FN Podcast for FN fans at the sports teams. Every episode we explore the heartbreak, the horror, and the humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your holly jolly host and Chicago fan, Furious George, and I'm here with my red-nosed co-host and Detroit fan, man in the Michigan hat. What are you mad about on this Christmas Eve, 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 Eve? Aggressive feelings, boy. Let the hate flow through you. Uh, one of my favorite holidays, Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Um, well, as another Christmas present, COVID is once again running rampant and about to F up sports as we know it. Um, ooh. Already has, really. We are live, also live watching Bears-Vikings, so if you hear any like strange noises or reactions, that's because of that game. <laughs> Animal noises. Um, so yeah, COVID is already, especially hockey, um, which makes sense because you're crossing the border and all that. NHL yeah. has officially paused cross like international games, um, which... Basically, are you gonna have to redo divisions? I like I don't know how this is. Gonna they work should just out, cancel but. Canada. I mean, that should have happened a long time ago, for being yeah. honest. But um, so that's frustrating. The Red Wings have now had the next two games postponed, so they're gonna be off for like a week, um, which sucks because they're like the only Detroit team that's been exciting until this weekend. So more on that later. But uh, yeah, um, I'm just I'm concerned. I'm afraid we get into the baseball season. It messes that up. It's already had effect what in the baseball in- season. Yeah, like it's already had effects on the NBA, obviously, especially the Bulls. Now hockey is actually having rule changes because of it. It's just, thankfully, it'll the NFL Listen, kind of. It'll be fine. Look, I'm not. I'm not trying to sound like conspiracy theorist or anything or whatever, but the concern about the Delta strand lasted for like a month max and like even people some people might still say oh yeah we have a lot of concern for delta when was the last time you heard somebody really talk about it like a serious threat mm-hmm. i feel like it's gonna be the same thing with omicron like it, it's a more contagious strand more people are getting it it seems to be less less dangerous even though it's more contagious and 
I mean, the NFL has already said they're allowing players to play, even if they test positive, if they're asymptomatic, they're letting them play. Which that was big. Yeah. Right. Or so, that they're I mean, only doing testing as, uh, like, spot check-in or whatever they called it, you know. Right. So you might see more leagues just adjusting to that. Like, okay, you know, if you're vaccinated and you test positive but you're asymptomatic, then you can play. Like, Right. Which, okay, if, that's fair, you know. Yeah. And, I mean... In that case, I mean, a lot of these athletes, I mean, there, there are some cases, like I know Yohan Moncada on the White Sox mm-hmm. during the 2020 season had COVID really bad. Um, like, I think he was hospitalized and stuff. But a lot of these ath- athletes I know are, you know, you never hear about health problems. Like, DeMar DeRozan was asked about his COVID that he had, and he was just like, they were like, did you have any symptoms? And he said, the only symptom I had was boredom. <laughs> right Um, and plus it's just a foregone conclusion nobody at this point is like which maybe we should be but nobody is like man i really hope they make a full recovery it's just a foregone conclusion it's like oh that sucks now they can't play because like there's been very few instances with professional athletes having severe reactions you know it's just correct so i think you might seem if it works out for the nfl and like the nfl here's the thing People, the NFL is extremely corrupt, but, but there is something to be said about the fact that the NFL hasn't canceled any of their games yet. Yeah. Like the most they've postponed them is by a few days from Saturday to Tuesday or yep. Sunday to Tuesday. Or Which whatever, at least you're still so. getting the games because the NFL, you can't afford to lose games because every game matters so much. And then you're really getting into, there's a really good chance that one game you could look back and say, how did that affect the playoff picture? And. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if you postpone NFL games, you're postponing the season, and before you know it, the Super Bowl is going to be in like April, and it's right. It's just not the right vibe. So, yeah. anyway, um, are you done with your event then? Yeah, I'm just. It's more of a concern that that things will continue to get worse. I hope you're yeah. right. Um, but yeah, just at a certain point, I, again, we don't like to get super political on this show in general. I don't like to get political at all. I just, I hate, I'm get tired of the conversations and stuff, but I'm just like, are, are you serious? Can, at some point, like, I still remember a couple years ago, it feels like now when I was like, man, I hope COVID doesn't last a month, you know, and now we're talking about years That's of cute. this, you know, I'm just, I'm fed up, but. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, so I'm going to move on to something that is even more political than that. And that is, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, Mm -hmm. um, came out and that movie is electric. It's awesome. And I'm really mad at you and I'm at the situation because you haven't watched a superhero movie since like the... 1980s Batman came out. The Adam and- West Batman was the last superhero <laughs> movie I watched. That was in the 60s. If you're going Adam West, I was at least giving you Tim uh, Tim Burton with Michael mm. Keaton and Danny, or not Danny DeVito, um, Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, man. anyway, this was a great movie, and I'm yep. just disappointed because if I talked about it with you, you just wouldn't really care or get it you'd be like oh okay like i know you know characters but like yeah i've never even heard of spider-man actually (laughs) so okay so for a long time spider-man was sony right so spider-man's marvel now officially right 
Do you want to know what Spider Man does? Shoots sticky whatever white a spider stuff ever. can. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he's Marvel now, right? Because Marvel when- and Sony reached an agreement years ago after the Sony uh, hack from North Korea, supposedly during the whole the interview movie. Do you remember that? Oh, <laughs> I think so, you explained this to me one time. I kind of remember this. I remember so the hackers leaked a bunch of the hackers released a bunch of Sony emails, private Sony emails. Some of which were talking where were ones where they were. Uh, in conversations with Marvel about sharing the character Spider-Man. And basically that getting out into the public caused the public to react and be like, we want this. And they kind of, in a way, wow. forced Sony's hand to like make a deal with Marvel. Good now, guy, Marv- Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah, for real. Who knew? <laughs> but Mar- you, so Ken. Marvel in there, Marvel, the way, the way they've settled it is... I don't understand it entirely, but basically Marvel cares more about their fans than they do the move than the money. They care about their fans and the storytelling for their universe. And Marvel knows Hmm. that whatever they, whatever happens in the Spider-Man movie is only going to be good for the Marvel universe. And it's going to have implications and the rest of the Marvel universe then will be, you know, will make a lot of money. So, so it's the way Marvel though, right? Like, so it, it is canon, and the way Marvel's handled it in the pa- up to this point with Spider-Man is basically they tell Sony, like, uh, hi, we are going to be the ones behind the story. We don't want uh, you, your people to do anything with it. We are going to create every piece of it. You, Your people can help with promoting it a little bit, and then you guys still get a majority of the share of box office sales. Hmm. It's so like a profit-sharing thing. Kind of, but it, but it's so they like, just get the rights, but they do all the creative, basically. Yeah, and and I mean, basically, yeah. So Marvel's allowed to, and and in, so basically, the in turn, Mar Marvel. Wait, David Montgomery fumbled that. Looks like it. Yeah. Well, crap. Good for the under red zone fumble. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so did they call it a fumble i'm confused it's called they reversed it so zimmer challenged but i think oh. they called it him down originally well Wait. perfect this is a good spot for pick six to get that defensive touchdown there you go should we Let's explain the parlay we're on real quick sure all right so we're both on this four leg same game parlay vikings bears under 44 right is your number i have 45 okay mine was 46 um so it was like different it moved up but my odds are a little your odds are a little better because you have a lower number but under 45 anytime touchdown scorer dalvin cook anytime touchdown justin jefferson who has already got his anytime touchdown bears defense special teams which what's the stat on that the on monday night football the bears defense or special teams has scored a touchdown in every game since 2017. And how many have they had? They've had a, over five probably, right? So, over five games? Yeah. So, they had two last year. Since 2017. They had one, two. I think they've played. I think it's been like seven or eight games in a row. Okay. So I think it's been seven games in a row. Yeah, I mean, it's not like one of those pointless stats that it's just two games or whatever. And they scored a touchdown 
in the Monday Night Football game against Pittsburgh yep. on special teams. Mm-hmm. And they just scored so, against the Packers. Okay, uh, that teams. doesn't have to, anything to do with the trend, but thank you for No, that I'm just saying bit. recent <laughs> recent Bears. Fun history. trivia, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vikings turnover on downs. That was a great defensive play. Or not, sorry, not on downs, three and out. Three and out. Hey, now here's a good spot for a punt return for a touchdown. <laughs> there you go. We just need as many chances as possible to hit this. Um, that was a good play. Anyway, with Marvel, so Spider-Man is awesome. It's really good. It doesn't matter how they're sharing it, but it is canon. And I'm just still, I'm just, the, the main reason my event sesh was here, I didn't want you to distract me with the politics behind it. I wanted mm. to explain that I'm just <laughs> mad at you for not Change taking the, the time to, to watch <laughs> the Marvel stuff. Change the subject to like licensing. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because I would like to talk to you about it and you don't care. Nope, not at all. <laughs> no, I, I would want to. Oh, bounces it out, and he's going backwards. What is happening? Well, that sucked. Somehow he ends the punt return 15 yards further back than he originally caught it. Very cool. I thought for a second he might figure that out. <laughs> I mean, I like <laughs> I like the effort for our bet. It doesn't matter if he loses yards. Just yeah. try to find a crease. But Okay. Um... So yeah, the Bears I, are so bad, dude. They are bad. They're so bad. Speaking of bad teams, yeah. So let's talk Bears and Lions. Is that yeah? Vent sesh over. Yeah. Watch some Marvel movies so we can have another new podcast called the Marvel, the Marvelous Podcast. Yes. <laughs> Very good. All right. So so let's start with the Bears because they're playing right now. Um. So your thoughts will change as this game goes on, maybe. But we're kind of far enough into the season. Um, I th- feel like this game isn't going to really change much, either for the positive or, or negative, for how you think of the Bears. Um, so, yeah, any updates, anything you want to talk about or get off your chest? I mean, the only update is something you already talked about, which was COVID. Yeah. Kind of like the Bears, the Bears' defense. So they have, for starters, they have Akeem Hicks. And they have Robert Quinn and I think Bilal Nichols on mm-hmm. the line. And then Roquan Smith. And that's like it for starters. Everybody else on the defense is either a bench. There's some sort of depth personnel. Yeah. And a lot of them were called up from the uh, from the practice squad, including recently squad recently signed practice squad member and defensive back D Virgin mm. was, is on the active roster today so mm. might see some virgin action oh yeah later in this Wonder game if, we'll, <clears throat> if he scores that'd be history making right there <laughs> virgin scores bears twitter would be electric would, for just a minute. nfl twitter would be awesome yeah. <laughs> Virgin oh, dude, finally what if gets he, in the end zone. <laughs> what if he gets it for our to hit our our? It would be the one of the leg. greatest days of my life <laughs> <laughs> since w- when I did the same as D Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all been there before, mm-hmm. D Virgin. We can relate. Yep. Um, but anyway, no. I mean, there's not much to say. I mean, this game also is interesting because um, Sean Desai was cleared. But Bill Lazor and Chris Tabor, who are the offensive and special teams coordinators, are out mm-hmm. um, because of COVID. So it, it's just, and I mean, at this point, 
with the bears a lot of bears people have referred to it as you're in kitchen sink mode meaning at this point it nothing matters you just need to throw everything that you've got out there because you just got to evaluate what you have the problem is really is them convincing um the real problem is naggy somehow them convincing naggy to do that when naggy is still trying to save his job you know right like i think it i think you could argue that naggy's already out of a job but i mean for him he's probably like well i i'm not fired until i am like or even if he knows he is he wants to show some competence because he's still thinking like he would want another job probably right exactly it's just it's such a dumb decision to have somebody who's basically like a dead man walking you know like Agreed. making decisions for a team because they're making decisions in their own best interest not the teams you need to have somebody hey, so m- so real quick on that punt return that was yeah. crazy so this is an actual a real stat jakeem grant ran 346 yards on that punt return and netted minus one do you say 346 yeah there's no like way like total no, like total yards running around in circles. Three hundred and forty-six. That's what it says. What? <laughs> I was thinking like thirty-four point six. Thirty-four yards. There's three hundred. The Dude. distance of three football fields. He definitely ran more than thirty yards. He definitely like was. It just. I feel like it'd be closer to that than three hundred. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That'd be uh, you wild. are wrong. I just read a stat. What do you mean? Three, maybe? Okay, who put it out? <laughs> Three forty. Dan Weederer, who is I a, doubt it. He's a beat Bears beat reporter for the Chicago Tribune. I dispute his fact. Go to the comments and see if other people are agreeing with me. Fine. There's no way. Three hundred and forty-six yards laterally. Who cares? Fun to watch. Oh, okay. Hey, he tried. <laughs> That's the Bulls wild. are winning big. <laughs> All right, let me see. I'm going to go to his tweet and just say, I call bullshit. <laughs> Who is it? Who says this? Dan Weederer. Dan Weederer. At Dan Weederer on Twitter. W I E D E R E R. All right, Bears beat reporter. He's a very <laughs> divisive Bears beat reporter. Jakeem Grant ran 346 yards on that punt return. So he's just got to be joking. Maybe. I don't know. Nobody is calling BS on this. I mean. Maybe everyone else is just smarter than me and knows he's joking. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> 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 after all that <laughs> all right um yeah so anyway I, we are in the middle of recording let me just say so bears wise i i just it, it's hard like you were saying dead dead man walking with naggy like right i really feel like <clears throat> the best thing the bears could do is fire him get another coach out and let's like or, or, you know you just whoever the interim coach is that's fine and let's let him just try things like 
Let's try this depth piece. Oh, have we tried this running back from the practice squad? Oh, we haven't. Let's see where he, how good he is. Mm -hmm. You know, like at this point, you just need to try everything. Give fields different looks. Don't do the same stuff over and over again. Like try different things. Like that's what that is actually like the beautiful thing about where the Bears are at is you, there's no pressure really to win games. So just do whatever to so. I, and I, I just don't trust Nagy to do that. So everyone right. who's like, oh, the Bears should do this, are like, yeah, they should, but they're not going to. So Yeah, which, going to the Lions, too, they're kind of doing the same thing. They go for onside kicks now, like, almost every week, it seems like. It's like, you know, that's what you want to see from a team like that. Just try stuff. Um, but like you said, it's it does that really happen if you have somebody who's coaching scared or coaching for his job? or has different priorities than the team and the fan base, you know, that's just where it gets yeah. tough. But, um, yeah, well, real but quick, tell, I don't go ahead. Tell us about the lions Christmas miracle. Yeah. So I'm at the point with the lions where it doesn't, one game can't really change much for me. I think fans are obviously going to be super reactionary and Twitter loves to overreact to the meaning of one big win or one big loss, you know, um, to me, this doesn't change much. I The Lions oh. get a hu huge win. This is the first time that a, that a one-win team – I'm trying to remember the stat correctly – that a one-win team has beaten a 10-win team by double digits in NFL history or something like that. Um, so basically – the Lions go in against one of the best teams in the NFL, beat them, don't just beat them, but beat them convincingly. And I think really what this says is just a couple things. Like, the NFL is a league of parity. You know, good teams yeah. lose to bad teams all the time. And it's a reminder, as an NFL fan, you can't overreact much to a regular season game. Like, it's just, you got to slow your roll a little bit. Same thing with the losses. Like, it can't be sky is falling into the world for one regular season loss. Um, so I will just say for Pat uh, Patricia, ugh. Wow. <laughs> uh, for Dan Campbell, who is a much better. How coach dare than you Patricia. stand where he stood? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'll say like, I'm happy for him. I still just don't think he's a very good in-game coach. But what I will say is I'm impressed by how much the team continues to play for Campbell. That was a good play there for the Bears. Um, I mean, when you look at Urban Meyer, couldn't even keep his job this late into the season. And Dan Campbell has the team with one win, still fighting, giving everything they have. Uh, a Lions team that not only isn't talented, but's missing like, half their starters you know um to go in and to do what they did i think that is a testament to dan campbell and his coaching so i'll say i think dan campbell's strengths are locker room player relations culture building kind of stuff it's just is is that able to be enough to offset what clearly looks to be a weakness when it comes to game management play calling kind of stuff you know um yep. and people have said oh well he'll learn the NFL is in a spot where you learn as a head coach. You don't have the luxury of that. There's only 32 of these jobs. It's like being on the space station and being like, well, he's a new astronaut. He'll learn. There's tons of people who want this job. So you can't learn on the job as an NFL head coach. 
But what you can do is acknowledge, hey, that's not a strength of mine. So you bring in a big name offensive coordinator, somebody with experience, which it's hard to do for the Lions. You know, who are you going to bring in that wants to be an offensive coordinator for a team with Jared Goff as the quarterback? No, young, I don't know if. I don't know you if know. you could find another head coach, though, because there's a major job shortage in America right now. I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> that is true. Um, Patricia. Not to get political. Looking, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I like. I think that I'm happy for him. I really hope it works out. I really like Campbell. I think it'd be good for the team if he – like. You can tell he cares. It's like the classic. You want your coach like, oh, he really loves the city, blue-collar guy. Like, yeah, that's a great storyline if it works. So I hope it works. But right, it, the, the whole culture, players fight for you, all that stuff only gets you so far. Um, so I'll say, like, you, it's hard. You have to do a lot and really screw up to be fired your first year. See Urban Meyer. Um so I wasn't going to say Dan Campbell should be fired this year, but if you win zero games, you're getting very close to the hot seat already, like as close as you can get without off-the-field controversy. Um, so I'm happy to see Campbell win a couple games. I think that does give him a little bit of room moving forward mm-hmm. into next year where now there's not going to be the questions of, is he the right guy next year? He still might not be the right guy long-term, but at least he's proven like we can go into next season being comfortable that he's still in the middle of his chance you know so um people are upset about the draft pick so now we're not i think jacksonville's passed us for the number one pick if the draft would happen today personally i don't really care i think the lions have too many needs there's not one quarterback at the top of the class who is like a clear number one pick you're looking like aiden hutchinson tavon thibodeau like i think they're kind of 1a 1b there's not even one player tom thibodeau (laughs) tavon thibodeau i (laughs) know tom um so it's I, I don't know to me i think winning the games is better for the team for them building their culture and chemistry than ensuring a number one pick so oh my <sighs> word yeah well, this is not great no it's not so for the bears it's not yeah so that's all it's I'll fine say. for the under that is true um jeez dude well, I mean, it's still I, – I, I honestly couldn't believe it when when it said that uh, – oh, he did fumble the ball too. Man. Uh, but but when, when I looked at this, the Lions – when I saw the Lions were playing the Cardinals, I honestly didn't even pay attention to the game because right. I just assumed – I think everyone just assumed the Cardinals were going to win. I think and, the spread was like minus 11. For the and Cardinals. not only – like. I couldn't believe it when it was thirty to twelve. I'm like, what? Thirty to twelve? It was seventeen like, nothing at halftime. That's a, insane. A lot of people went and live bet the Cardinals at seventeen nothing, and who could blame yeah. them? You know. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sure the Lions messed up a lot of parlays. That's <laughs> this crazy. Past week. I know yeah. he messed up Richie's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So I, it was a good win, um, but I'm not taking too much away from it because in the NFL, crazy stuff happens. Bad teams beat good teams all the time. Um, didn't Jacksonville beat like the Bills or something? You know, like yeah, they beat the Bills nine to three. So you get weird stuff like that. Um, so I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen, and boys of all ages, boys and girls of all ages. There's not much for us to say on this episode. Um, I mean, we talked to NFL. 
I have a little bit to say about the Bulls. Um, so we'll talk about him or about the Bulls. I don't know if you have anything about the Pistons or the Red Wings. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I mean, I don't have much to say about <clears throat> Notre Dame football. I'll start there. Yep. Um, it was exciting to see uh, the recruits they got for uh, signing day. Um, you know, but I I don't take a lot of stock in it because it's hard to really judge somebody based off of. For me, it's hard to judge somebody off based off a of high school tape. So I get very um, little excitement out of recruiting. <laughs> it, you know, yeah. I guess I just, in general, I feel better just about the fact that it's in Marcus Freeman's hands. Like yeah. the fact that Marcus Freeman is the guy behind it makes me feel. It, yeah, it just makes me feel comfortable. Like okay, he there's something about him. I don't know what it is, but he gives this. He just has this presence about him that he's he just knows what he's doing, which is crazy to say that for somebody who's never been a head coach at that level before. Mm-hmm. Um but well, and it's not even just you being hopeful as a Notre Dame fan or anything like even me just like and again, this doesn't win games, so it's not right. like you know for sure he's going to be good, but he has a demeanor and a professionalism that Brian Kelly didn't even have, you know. Right. Um so it's it's not it's not proof that it's going to work, but it's the right way to start, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah, I, so I, if I was a, if I was a Notre Dame fan, I'd be very confident in Freeman at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know much about the recruits, but I'm excited about what they've got. And mm-hmm. I, th- here's the most interesting tidbit I saw is, and I can't remember his name. Let me see. I can look it up actually. Um, What's his name? Keaton Keaton Slovis, Kedon Slovis. Okay, one of one of those. Um, he last year was the QB one for USC, and he entered the transfer portal. And he said the first team that contacted him was Notre Dame. So the reason that's interesting is multiple reasons. One is because USC is your rival. Yep. And so part of you is like, hey, it'd be kind of cool to steal him away from your rival. But it's also interesting that Notre Dame contacted him because a lot of fans assumed that either Drew Pine or mainly Tyler Buckner was pretty much set up to go ahead and be the next guy after Jack Cohn is done. Is he and is he graduating or is he out Jack of Cohn is done. Yeah, Jack Cohn is just a one-year guy. So okay. um, it's just interesting. So hmm. I don't know um, – I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that mm, – I don't know if that just means Notre Dame is taking a flyer on him. Like, let's just see. I don't know if that means that maybe Marcus Freeman and Tommy Reese aren't as confident in Buckner and Pine as other people were. Maybe it's just – be. maybe it's like, hey, let's break from the mold of Brian Kelly. Maybe Brian Kelly liked these guys, but – me as the new head coach, me as the new offensive coordinator by myself, like mm. we we see we don't like what we see in them. I don't know. Um so that's Different just an interesting things to prioritize and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think that's good. And if nothing else, having like I feel like college football quarterback more than anything else in sports is a position you want competition at. Um so yeah, that's good. Uh, especially somebody with experience. The transfer portals just become such a huge part of college football that every year there's now like 20 
quarterbacks in the portal like Bo Nix just transferred to Oregon you know like every year like uh Spencer Rattler just transferred like yep. um it's become like spin the wheel of quarterbacks every you know every off season mm-hmm. but um it's probably a good idea for any high level program to go like this past year Michigan got I think from Houston a quarterback and he never saw the field but it's is there something that happened in the locker room does he push the other guys and make them better probably you know it definitely doesn't make you any worse so yeah I think that's good um yeah for Michigan real quick I'm not going to get into previewing Georgia or anything yet um because we've still got time I'll do that probably on the next episode I think it's uh we're recording on Monday I think it's 11 days until um is it 11 I don't know it's over a week though until the game New Year's Day right or do they play New Year's Eve Mm, that's why I can't remember day or eve so either way it's uh yeah i think it's a week from friday okay so um so yeah it's just like i don't know obviously michigan hasn't been in this position before being in the playoff and frankly with bowl games everyone has felt like a disappointment for the past several years to where i'm not at all excited about it and several of them i haven't even watched because we just lost ohio state we're playing florida state or south carolina or somebody in a bowl game and who cares you know um but the times that i care about a bowl game is new head coach so like the notre dame one's really interesting like a new year six bowl game or a playoff game like there's some exceptions and so this is the first one in a long time i've really been excited for and man that having to wait like three weeks after the regular season ends is brutal so yeah it is it does suck i mean I, I agree with you. Like, honestly, even if even I don't get – okay, look. I don't quite get the hype maybe because I'm newer to college football, but I don't quite get the hype around – Um, I don't quite get the hype around New Year's Six games. Like, yeah. you're not really playing for anything. Like, yeah, it's be- two better teams playing each other, but the winner – Yeah, we <laughs> – What just happened? Kurt Cousins. Whoa. What a doofus. He just arm punted right to a Bears defender who just basically fair caught it. No other no receivers on the screen. That had what to be a heck was that play? <laughs> no no one was there. A receiver had to have fallen down or something here. Let's why see. why would that I wish the Bears player oh, was yeah, the wide receiver fell down. <laughs> There's no receiver within forty yards of the defender. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Should have returned that for a touchdown. Wow, that was probably a penalty. Yeah, that was. <laughs> eh. Sucks for the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the Bears could tie the game now before halftime. Which would be fine for the under because even if they yeah. scored a touchdown, it'd be on pace for So 40. the live, un- if you want to bet- live bet the Bears, it's plus 310. I did think about when it was 10 nothing. I saw Bears plus 800. I was tempted. <laughs> It's not bad odds if you're only down ten nothing, right? Um, but yeah. no, I, so I don't get the I don't get quite the hype for New Year's Six if you're not playing for anything. Yeah, it's but just a prime. I have you know, but I have the excitement about Marcus Freeman. Like right. for me, yeah, like I am pumped because it would have sucked honestly for Brian Kelly to leave after the New Year's Six game, and then you're like, all right, cool, we got this new head coach, but we don't really get a taste of yep. him until next august or whatever Mm -hmm. like it's really cool that 
we at least get this one, and it's a huge game, one huge game with him. Notre Dame hasn't won a big bowl game since like 1993 or something. So like, it's a big opportunity. Like, win this game, it'd be super cool. Um, so that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping for, obviously. Yep. So, <clears throat> um, and the way I look at it too is, until the playoff is expanded, the New Year's Six Bowls have to mean something because with only four yeah. teams making the playoff, it can't just be championship or bust like it's it's too limited of a you know so it is true especially notre dame like perennially playoff contenders like it is disappointing to not make the playoff but new year six until the playoffs expanded i think those games still matter yeah you know it's just yep um all right all right well moving on uh then just real quick uh, a couple things one is um the Blackhawks continue to be better than they were under Jeremy Carlton and yep. Stan Bowman, but they're still clearly a team in transition. Um, it, if they're able to put a run together of some sort, which I think is in the cards. I mean, you talk about the parody in sports. I, I think most teams would be able to make a run. Um, and if they can put a run of some sort together, they might find themselves in sort of a playoff picture. I don't really know, but uh We'll have to we'll have to wait and see, but they're in the very least that it's it's just a year of transition, which sucks because with Cannon Taves, you wish you could take advantage mm-hmm. of their skill being there. Um, but I guess their situation is what it is. Um, so we we shall see. But uh, other than the Hawks, the, yeah, the Hawks are. I wrote the Hawks are meddling. They're just very much in the middle. They're just. They're just there, kind of. So, yeah. Womp, um, womp. Missed field goal. Was that tipped? Looked super yeah. low. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, then uh, my other topic was just the Bulls. The Bulls were on a, a week-long COVID hiatus, and they came back in a furious way. Uh, they beat the Lakers, um, who the Lakers are also shorthanded because Anthony Davis is out. Um but pretty much all of their other starters were there mm-hmm. and available. That was and, an uh, awesome end of that game. I saw some of the highlights. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan got MVP chance, and he basically he deserves it, frankly. DeRozan is so good, which is crazy with Levine being on the same team that he can sh- like dominate as much as he does. DeRozan, so the Bulls played two games against the Lakers this year. They won both of them, and in both games against the Lakers, DeRozan scored 38. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I didn't realize he scored that many. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you can get to the point where Levine doesn't need to carry, like he's capable of carrying a team, but if he doesn't have to, and DeRozan's also capable of doing it, and like if one of them's having an off night, that's huge when you get into the playoffs because yeah. that can kill you. You have one primary scorer, and you get to a game six, and he's off or something. But if one of them's off, misses three shots in a row, and the other one starts making his shots, you know, like th- that's the kind of versatility that matters at the end of the year so i'm really high on the bulls uh like out of our two teams like not counting michigan because michigan being in the playoff like out of our professional sports teams the bulls are by far the best of any of our teams so yeah for sure i mean the bulls have a lot of a lot of nba people have talked about the bulls as like legit title contenders which is crazy since they were like last place team by far right. last year like yeah. title contenders all of a sudden like they the and that's serious conversation that a lot of 
a lot of NBA people are having. I'd say they I, are. I mean, they're they're the second seed currently after the Nets, and if they've beaten the Nets. Twi- they've already won the season series against the Nets. They beat them twice. Yep. They have one more game against them, but they've already clinched the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So even if they just tie the season record against the Nets, then they would win the first overall seed, which is crazy. And if you're, I'd say you're a legit title contender. And I know the NBA, it's kind of top heavy. Like sometimes you go into a playoff with and only feels like a few teams are really contenders. But I think if you're a top three seed in either side, you're probably a legit title contender. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. So halftime in this Bears game, ten to three. I'm gonna switch over to the Bulls since we're talking about them. Yep. They were up big against the Rockets at halftime, like seventy three to fifty six or something. Mm-hmm. So let me see where we're at now. Speaking of the Rockets, the Pistons lost to the Rockets a few days ago, and that was the first Pistons game I watched since like the first couple weeks of the year because they've been so bad. I was like, you know what? I've got some time on a week on a weekend afternoon. Let me throw on the Pistons game. Let me put a ten dollar bet on it, so I have a reason to be interested. And let's just buckle in and watch some Pistons. And man, they're a bad team, dude. The Pistons <laughs> suck. Like, are they? It's it, it's crazy actually to me that they are that bad just because. Yep. Jeremy Grant was good last year, and then with the addition of Keith he's been Cunningham, out. I think he's out for the year actually. Grant is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. So that. that's part of it, but they were bad when he was playing too. Did LeBron elbow him in the face too? <laughs> yeah, right. Just going after every piston. So this year, I don't know. The Pistons have been. I guess what does I'd Cade be. Look like he started off really bad. Um, and then now these past, I'd say two or three weeks, he's been really good. So, which is good. Like you want to see him come around and develop. He's had almost every game. He's having a double, double or a triple double. His very versatile is getting a lot of steals blocks. Like all, it's just very well-rounded player. Um, and he's scoring like 20 points a game over these past few weeks. So he's doing everything you want him to. Uh, I think he's developed really well this year. So, Really, realistically, like I think the Pistons are looking at being a lottery team <laughs> again this year, which I wouldn't have guessed coming into the year. But with Grant being out now, um, and based on how the season's been going, I guess that wouldn't be that bad. Um, right. If you could put another top three or four pick next to Cade, I mean, that'd be good. Um, the team's already super young, has some good young, talented players. You just wonder, like, is it coaching? Are players just not meshing well, or is it like a scheme? Are you asking them to do things that they're not good at? At a certain point, like I know it's a young team, but they're talented enough. They should be better than teams like the Rockets, OKC, you know, some of these like really bad teams. I thought the Pistons would be maybe borderline contend for the the play-in tournament kind of team, and they're nowhere close. So um, I haven't watched them enough to – confidently say what the issues are but it's just frustrating for a team that's done everything right to rebuild and acquire picks and win the lottery and then for it to just fall on its face like i know it's still early in their young players but discouraging yeah i yeah i mean it's hard to say with jeremy grant being out but i mean hopefully you know i mean you never know i guess like you can yeah. The Pistons could end up developing some, uh, not anything for this year, but right. I mean, if you have, uh, I mean, for them, really, if they ended up with a, I imagine, I mean, I don't know who's going to emerge out of this draft, but 
I mean, imagine if they ended up with another top, you know, one, two, three pick. Like, they could easily end up with, you know, two guys in the last couple drafts that have top five talent, you know, like. And then they're all on rookie deals. And yeah. you got the before that, they got Sadiq Bey and Isaiah Stewart, who have both been solid. Like, they're not going to be the best players on a championship team, but they'll be really good role players for an up and coming team, you know. So the, you kind of reality put it all together is at once. The reality is, too, something I've been learning the more I watch the NBA is that very rarely are there players that come out as rookies that are just like world beaters. Like they're just the best player, mm-hmm. like clearly. Like I've noticed that a lot of these young players, they don't really develop into what they what they really are until they're more like that 25, 26, maybe even 27-year-old range where they – like by then they've played several years in the league. They figured out, they've just figured out things. Like mm-hmm. I think well, like Zach Levine, Levine is the prime example, right? Yeah, yeah. Levine is I think twenty seven, yeah. and he's like just now hitting the peak of what he can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might ask, well, why did it take him to get there? Like so long to get there? Well, I mean, I mean, you can even look at Michael Jordan. Like Michael Jordan was always good, but like, yep. I mean, people to point to Mike, so. A lot of people point to the Bulls losing to the Bad Boy Pistons as what caused Michael Jordan to hit the gym like crazy. And it was after losing to the Pistons that Jordan came back jacked. And then his game got elevated to a whole new level, and that was the 90s Jordan that everyone saw dominate. Right. Like, he was good in the 80s, but he was slender. He was more on, you know, more finesse on everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden he he's got a body he can put on guys. Oh and yeah, that's, <laughs> and that's a big advantage. So I guess what I'm really saying is I I'm thanking the Pistons for what the for the '90s Bulls. Well, you're welcome. So really, the Pistons won like eight championships from '89 yes. through '98. I'll take it. <laughs> if you if you think about it, the Pistons are the greatest team in NBA history. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like, I would think, if I had to just guess, and this is just an interesting kind of hypothetical, you would think the transition from college basketball to NBA would be easier than, like, the NFL, because it's a very similar game. You know, the players are obviously better, but it's not like you're having to learn a ton of new plays. It's It seems like it'd be more intuitive, but you see lots of young rookie quarterbacks come in and almost, yeah, seem like they have a quicker like the learning curve is easier for them, which you'd think that would be way harder than which is actually the opposite of what we've seen this year, because this year, yeah, like Zach Wilson, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence all look like sus. (laughs) And a lot of people have said that Mac Jones, the only reason he looks good is because he's in a easy offense for because he's asked to throw the ball six times a game. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's just interesting. Like, you would think the NBA would be a quick transition, but it is kind of a common theme. You have to be a pretty special rookie to immediately be one of the best players in the league. So, I mean, even LeBron James, like, I know he won, like, I'm pretty sure he won rookie of the year and everything. And, yeah, I mean, he's always been good. But, I mean, come on. He's not where he was. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say, would you agree with me that LeBron James hit his, the peak of his abilities when he was with the Heat? The Heat, yeah. Yeah, because then, I mean, the whole he was really good in Cleveland, but he wasn't good enough to elevate what was a really bad roster. And it it makes sense because the best NBA players usually there's only like really two or three, maybe, and that's 
at most superstars right. in a draft. And if they're going to go to the worst teams, they're none of them are going to be good enough right away to elevate the play of their team. You know, so right. yeah, that's a big reason why too. So yeah, so well, we'll see. But yeah, well, uh, listen, everybody, um, the rest of this episode is going to shift from sports to just Christmas cheer and Christmas joy. And I, I just hope that you are, I hope that your hearts are warmed and that you experience the peace of, of Christmas during this next set of segments. So, um, are you ready to be overwhelmed by the peace of Christmas? Yes, I am. All right. Are you ready to kiss my peace under the mistletoe? <laughs> Your peace? Yeah. <laughs> like P I E C E. Correct. <laughs> kiss my peace. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So, we have uh, this is what we'll do. I we have three segments for you tonight. And I will let Man Michigan Hat pick which segment he wants to do first. So we have 20 questions, Mad Libs, and Mary F. Kill. Let's do Mad Libs. All right. I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah, let's do it. I can't get these memories out of my mind And some kind of madness is started to evolve This This is madness! But I don't want to go among mad people. Oh, you can't help that. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> All right. So, for anybody uh, who hasn't heard us play this before, Mad Lib is basically the game Mad Lib. Not a sponsor, but kind of a sponsor. But you know what? If you've been on road trips or if you're white and homeschooled and your mom was like, hey, you know how we can practice learning adjectives and nouns? Mm. Is a Mad Lib. Anyway, basically, it's a story that there's usually that's written and there's blanks and it asks you to fill in the blanks, usually with different grammatical things like nouns, adjectives, adverbs, etc. But sometimes there's other ones like a person, like a person in the room or a famous person. And so we kind of take some liberty with that, asking the other person to fill in some things. So um, normally we take a, an article from sports. But since this is a Christmas-themed episode, I have a Christmas-themed article for us here um, for this. So I have probably the most blanks we've ever had for a Mad Libs segment. So I hope you're ready, and I hope you're creative. So get your creative juices flowing. All right. Um, so here we go. The first thing I need from you is a type of building or structure or place of dwelling. Whoa, that is a curveball. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Porta Potty. All right. Building All right. or structure. I need a verb ending in ing. Um, boinking. All right. I need a plural noun. Uh, biscuits. All right. I need an abstract noun. What? <laughs> so 
Okay. <laughs> so an abstract like. noun is more like an idea or a feeling or an emotion, not like an actual object, a physical okay. object. Um, so like... Huh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just try to throw one out there. If it doesn't really fit, I'll change it. Um, okay. Like... <laughs> an abstract. <laughs> this is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come back to that one. I'll do another one <laughs> oh, and come yeah. back to it. <laughs> okay. All right, past tense verb. Uh, Slurping. Slurped. Okay, thank you. Plural noun. Um, boxer briefs. All right. I need a plural noun. Um, condoms. All right. Past verb. Past tense verb. Spanked. All right. I need an article of clothing. Jock strap. All right. I need another article of clothing. Bra. All right. I need another past verb. Past tense verb. Um, murdered. All right. I need automatopoeia. What? Like, swing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to do that one? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, I need a noun. Um, mouth guard. All right. I need a plural noun. Hookers. <laughs> okay. I need a noun. Um, prison shank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need a noun. 2004 Ford Focus. All right. I need an adjective. Horny. I need a body part. Oh. Um, There's a lot of body parts, dude. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> body part. Um, Urban Meyer's thumb. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Adjective. Puzzled. I need a number. 69. I need another adjective. Um. Engorged. Okay. I need a noun. Um, priest. All right. I need an adjective. Seductively. That's the oh, wait, no. Uh, seductive. Yeah. Seductive, yeah. All right. I need a plural noun. Um, marbles. All right. I need three different past tense verbs. 
and they kind of go in, in conjunction together. So if you want to go a certain route, you can do that. Um, <clears throat> hugged, kissed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> hugged, kissed. Um, I, I mean, I I see where you're going, so I'm just gonna put that. There. Okay. Yeah. You know, fucked right. Yeah, effed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mary F. Kill. Yeah. Married. All right. Effed. Killed. That would have been good. Now this. Okay. <laughs> I need the name of eight different celebrities. What? <laughs> or famous people. Eight okay. famous people. <clears throat> Kirk Herb Street. All right. Well, hold on. Who is that? He's that a name. college football analyst. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Jeffrey Epstein. All right. Mariah Carey. All right. Fidel Castro. <laughs> you see a common theme. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, Elon Musk. All right. Ben Stiller. All right. Matt Nagy. Is that okay. seven? Yeah. And um and uh Jeffrey Dahmer. Couple n- notorious Jeffreys <laughs> on this list. Yeah, which was worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a verb. Castrated. Okay. <clears throat> Holy crap, Justin Fields. Speaking of castrated, I, is the game back on? I'm yeah. He just got okay. sacked and lost about twenty five yards. Great. <sighs> All right, plural noun. Um, areolas. Uh, Actually, should I that save for, that for yeah? Yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and put that in if there's a plural body part. Anyway. Well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get uh, there. Plural noun. Um, let's do cabinets. All right. All right. So this is kind of where it begins. I have a ton of body parts I need. Mm. So, speaking of Jeffrey Dahmer. There, there'll there'll be even more here in a minute. But so f- first, I need a body part. Scrote. <laughs> okay. I need Not scrotum, a noun. Scrote. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> noun. Um, areola. No. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought Jeez. I was just gonna name a ton of body parts in a row. I forgot. <laughs> just put it somewhere. <laughs> uh, okay. Noun. Uh, um. Stool sample. <laughs> All right. Article of clothing. Um, sock. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, plural noun. I swear if you say aerial. <laughs> <laughs> Light bulbs. All right. Past tense verb. stretched okay hold on one second all right uh another past tense verb 
twisted. Ooh. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, this is where I should have put this. Hold on. That's what All right, I need doing. a. I, I put areolas down there. I need another body part. Singular body part. Um, I can really make singular or plural work for probably a lot of these. So, mm. small intestine. All right. All right, body part. Wrist. Body part. Eyelashes. Body part. Shaft. <laughs> Body part. <laughs> um. Uh. <clears throat> throat. There are multiple names for the one thing you mentioned. So. Body part. Sorry, I, I was like, I, I was waiting. All the different ones. Yeah, <laughs> which one to use? Um, um, knuckles. Body part. Uvula. <laughs> that's that's the dangly thing that swings in the back of my throat. <laughs> yeah. Once you touch that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Another body part. Um, Ure- Uterus. Running out of body parts. What's that? Uterus. All right. <clears throat> body part. Toenail. All right. Food. Aerials. <laughs> um, spaghetti and meatballs. Body part. Balls. <laughs> um, body part. Um... Prostate. All right. Noun. Reindeer. Past tense verb. Um, clapped. <laughs> uh, interjection. Like, so like, saying but or something right or no like like a it's kind of like an exclamation like, like what okay um, yeah what the boy <laughs> all right adjective um chauvinistic I forget what that means. Like sexist. Oh, okay. Just say sexist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I need an abstract noun from you. Sexism. <laughs> um, oh. Actually, let's do... No, it doesn't, that doesn't work. Actually, it does. Or how about instead let's do... Um, 
conservative. No, that's an adjective. Um, conservatism. <laughs> Liberalism. Is that word? Just, I mean, like, either of those work. <laughs> liberalism. Sexism was funnier, but sexism that's okay. do that then. <laughs> okay. I just. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say like gay pride. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's something like that would work too. Nationalism. All right, are you ready? White supremacy. You want that one? That's sure. a good one. <laughs> <Let's do> that. <laughs> All right. All right. So what All is right. this monster Mad Lib? This is. Twas the night before Christmas. <laughs> I wondered if this was going to be a song or something. Originally right. written by Clement Clark Moore. Mm. <clears throat> One of my favorites. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the porta potty, not a creature was boinking, not even a mouse. Oh, the biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a silent night. <laughs> the biscuits were hung by the chimney with white supremacy. <laughs> in hopes. <laughs> In hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. <laughs> I, mean, I, feel, I mean, I feel Santa Claus is vaguely racist. <laughs> I mean, he kind of, yeah. All right. The children were, oh, oh boy. All right. The children were slurped all snug in their bodies. Oh. <laughs> the story got real dark. Let me try it again. Okay. The children were slurped all snug in their boxer briefs. Oh! <laughs> While Just visions... keeps getting worse. <laughs> While visions of condoms spanked in their heads. Oh! <laughs> and <They're> underage. <laughs> and, and mama in her jockstrap and I in my bra had just murdered our oh, brains for a long geez. winter's nap. <laughs> Okay. When out on the lawn, there arose such a swing, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window, I flew like a mouth guard, tore open the hookers, and threw up a prison shank. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> the 2004 Ford Focus on the breast of the horny snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering Urban Meyer's thumb did appear, but a puzzled sleigh and 69 engorged reindeer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was reindeer the one I gave you? Or that no. Was, okay. With a little old priest so seductive and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. <laughs> little old priest does make sense based on the underage kid in Boxster. <laughs> the story is... <laughs> wow, it's taking a turn. All right, uh, more more rapid than marbles, his course as they came, <clears throat> and he hugged and kissed and effed them by name. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the reindeer? <laughs> yes, <laughs> all sixty nine of them. Wow, and remember how I asked you to name a bunch of celebrities? <laughs> Now Kirk Herbstreit, now Jeffrey Epstein, now Mariah Carey and Fidel Castro, on Elon Musk, on Ben Stiller, on Matt Nagy and Jeffrey Tomer, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now castrate away, castrate away, castrate away all. <laughs> As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky, so up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of cabinets and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little scrote. 
as I drew in, as I drew in my head and was turning around, down the stool sample, St. Nicholas came with a bound. Oh. <laughs> he was dressed all in sock from his head to his small intestine, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of light bulbs he had stretched on his back, and he twisted like a peddler just opening his pack. His areolas, how they twinkled. His wrist, how merry. <laughs> his eyelashes were like roses. <laughs> his shaft like a cherry. <laughs> oh, boy. His, his droll little throat was drawn up like a bow. And the beard on his knuckles was as white as the snow. <clears throat> the stump of a pipe he held tight in his prostate. And the smoke... <laughs> and the smoke it encircled his uterus like a wreath. He, he had a broad toenail and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of spaghetti and meatballs. <clears throat> He was chubby and plump, a, jo- a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. A wink of his eye and a twist of his, <laughs> his balls. <laughs> I-, I gotta start this sentence over. <laughs> oh. A wink of his eye and a twist of his balls soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then, then turned with a jerk. <laughs> and That's a whole different meaning to turn with a jerk. <laughs> and laying his finger aside of his uvula and giving a nod up the reindeer he rose, he clapped to his sleigh, to his team gave a oi! And away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all and to all a sexist night. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> and a twist of his balls. <laughs> I'm trying to remember even what it is a twist of originally, but it's awesome. I love how there was like, you could tell it's supposed to rhyme and then it just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the that's other good. aspect of it yeah very good uh that was funny Ooh. those are some of my favorite segments the mad libs <laughs> i had yeah and i had some time to work on it today so it was, yeah that was good <laughs> oh my word i need 11 body parts <laughs> and his shaft like a cherry <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was uh hmm, very sexually charged christmas <laughs> oh my word <clears throat> When what to my wondering Urban Meyer's thumb did appear, but a puzzled sleigh in 69 engorged reindeer. With a little old priest so seductive and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than marbles, his coursers they came, and he hugged and kissed and effed them by name. He's a thoughtful lover, at least. (laughs) Doesn't rush into things. Oh, my word. Mm. All right, so... After that, we've got 20 questions, and we've got Mary F. Kill. <laughs> Maybe right. we should take a cleanser with 20 questions. <laughs> yeah, a little more peach. <laughs> right, uh, real quick. Just got another touchdown, but it Not was... Dalvin Cook. Nope. Not Dalvin Cook. Classic Kirk. Spoiler of a good time. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so 20 questions. Stop! Who would crush the bridge of death must answer me these questions, thee. Yeah, the other side, you see. Ask me the questions, bridge thiever. I am not afraid. What is your name? My name is Sir Lancelot of Camelot. What is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. Right, off you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <coughs> We haven't played this game in a little while, but uh, normally when we play, we're each picking as somebody, a, an individual from sports, and the other person has 20 questions to guess. They have seven minutes in which to deliver their 20 questions, and they must be yes or no questions. Um, <clears throat> if those seven minutes expire, I don't even remember what the penalty was. Um, I think you just, however many you have left, that's your negative points or whatever. So you just automatically go to 20? Like you've automatically. It hasn't yeah, been I an issue. It, it basically, you would just run out of your guesses and basically you'd end up being at 25 or whatever, right? Okay, yeah. So, and because in, in this game, since we keep track of score, we allow, we allow each other to go up to 25 questions, but those five questions are negative. If you get the answer right on the 25th question, then you actually do not have to take that fifth extra point. It's actually only four mm -hmm. negative points, so it is worth it to guess on the 25th. So that makes um, sense. Then yeah, if you run out of time, you just you get the full negative five. Yeah. Um, it hasn't been an issue yet. And the only reason we also do a timestamp is that if for some reason um, we should tie um, to know who, who, gets the, who gets the lead. But I don't think... Since we're doing a running score, I don't think that really matters for this specific round. So, currently our score is 13 to 14 with me in the lead. So, it's very tight if you Do know what I mean. Do we go to 20? <laughs> Do we go to 20 in this too? I don't know if we determined the point value. <clears throat> All right. We'll just keep going and then we'll... Yeah. Yeah. So, tonight we're doing Christmas themed. Um, so, since I'm in the lead, do I get to pick? What I do first? Yes, let's do that. Um, all right, I would like to guess first. <clears throat> okay. So, like we said, well, mine is a person, but the, we're doing only people, right? Well, person, people place, or sort of characters, thing. like right. could be an animal or right. cartoon character, whatever, something so. Christmas related. Yes. Yep. <coughs> all, all right. right. So I've got mine in mind. Um, you're all gonna right. take your own notes as we go, right? Yes. One second. Let me get my clock. So we'll go off of yours. Um, but yeah, let me set. Oh, I forgot. Time. I have to set my timer. Yeah. Good there call. You go. You're smart. Thank you. All right. Seven minutes starting. <coughs> oh. Uh, let me get mine. Three. Okay. All Two. Right. Okay. Starting now. Okay. Is this a fictional character? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is there any um, religious association with this character? No. Is this character is this character um, older than thirty years old? Like not not the not like, the character itself, but like the 
how long the character's been known for. Mm. <clears throat> um, yes. So, yeah, not meaning a 30-year-old adult, but... 30 years no, known, known character, in like, yes. Yeah. Yep, good clarification. Yes, thank All you. All right. Um, more than 50 years known. No. Okay. <clears throat> um... All right. Is this a character that is associated with Santa Claus? No. All right. Um Is this character a a human or human no human like in the sense like something of the scope of Elf or yep. human. Yes, they are. <clears throat> okay. Um, is this person... Um, is this person known mainly from a popular movie? Yes. All right. Does this movie take place in Chicago? Yes. Okay. So there's a couple options here. It could be it could be Home Alone or Christmas Vacation probably. There are other ones. There's one with Sandra Bullock, but it's not as well known. Huh. Um <clears throat> So I'm going to go with is it in Christmas Vacation? No. All right. So I'm going to hedge my bets that it's um, Home Alone. So is this Kevin McAllister? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> Good job. Man, that came out of nowhere. Kevin? Was this in Chicago? <laughs> well, because I didn't a even lot think of, of uh, Christmas Vacation. I just thought at that point you knew it was Home Alone. <laughs> uh, a lot of Christmas movies take place during, or they take place usually in the Midwest or in Chicago, like uh, mm-hmm. in a Christmas story. <clears throat> It's Gary, Indiana, or something, right? It's 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 a f- it's a fictional town of Hobart, Indiana, but it's <laughs> Hobart's a real town. Wait, not Hobart. What does he call it? Um, Whoville. No. <laughs> it, there's a it's a town that starts with an H. That's a fictional town in Indiana, but it's supposed to be based on Hobart, and it's supposed to be based on a mashup of Hobart and Hammond at the hmm. time because the author of the book that a Christmas story is based on graduated from hammond high school where i used to teach oh that's cool yeah hambert (laughs) i don't think that's it either (laughs) all right well how many did you have left then that was on your Um, 10th so you get 10 points yeah jeez (laughs) all right let's see what i can do then um i will reset my clock and i am ready oh i need to reset my clock hold on all right tell me you say go and i'll go ready go um is this a fictional person no is this an animal no Is this, are they still alive? No. 
If I would have said, in a way, you would have known who it is. <laughs> in a way. Yeah, Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> not fictional, not an animal, not still alive. <clears throat> Are they depicted in any popular movies? No. Hmm. Are they human? Yes. Not fictional. Is it Santa? No. <laughs> I just figured, I didn't want to go any further and have that be it. <laughs> um because technically was a real person, yeah. Yeah. Um But you asked never mind. <laughs> you asked if he's been portrayed in a movie. <clears throat> oh, sure. He's been in a couple. <laughs> um Hmm. Are they a religious figure? Yes. Okay. Or they're associated with it. Yeah. Are they part of the Christian nativity story? Yes. Is it a male? Yes. Is it Joseph? No. Okay. Um. It's part of the Christian nativity. Are they a good... Would they be considered a good character? Um... Um, they're neither good nor bad. Yeah, if it's not bad, then I guess that's fine. Um, are they, I assume this, um, are they a named character? Yes. Are they in the Bible? I'm assuming, but... Yes. Um, is this actually Jesus? No. Oh. <laughs> After you making that joke earlier, I was like, man, how stupid would that be? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Jeez. Well, I guess I said, you said not really good or bad. You're like, how stupid must Jesus be? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) You didn't say that. (laughs) Um, So it's not Joseph and not Jesus, but they're a named character. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it Caesar Augustus? It is not. Okay. Little Caesar's Pizza. I like that guess, though. Is it... All right. Um, so they're named characters. So I was thinking, like, shepherds and stuff. Is it Gabriel? No. Okay. Huh. 
This Monday night football game blows. <laughs> they usually do, it feels like. Um, hmm. <laughs> Neutral, not good or bad. So I guess Jesus, Gabriel, Joseph, they're male. They are a named figure. What the heck? Is it Zechariah? No. <laughs> Getting very... <laughs> he's, t- he's like in the prequel to the Nativity <laughs> story. <laughs> Is it... Man. They're named... Char- King Herod. No. I guess he would have been bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's neutral. <laughs> um... Question 19, jeez. Um, so it's not wise men or shepherds because they they're named. Um, is it God? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question 20. Just like to break <laughs> your notes. Your notes are funny. Not read. Caesar. Not Gabriel. Not Zechariah. Not Herod. Not God. <laughs> you have not Jesus earlier. Not Santa. Not, <laughs> not an animal. <clears throat> Man, I must have been like I must have misunderstood something or like asked something wrong. Let me look back. Where are you at on time? Six minutes and twenty-two seconds. Oh boy. Um. Is it? They're in the Bible. Oh, crap. Um. Is it David? No. Good guess, though. I like that one. That's a good guess. Not Caesar. Not. Is it Kyrenius? Yes, it's Kyrenius. <laughs> <Is> it really? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> That's the old. <laughs> I was like in my At head the buzzer too. The story. Yeah, just hit seven oh four. All right. Is that how it's pronounced, Kyrenius? Ky- I think it is. Okay, because it uh, says when Kyrenius was governor or whatever. Go- right? <laughs> going, yeah, when he was, yeah. So it says. <laughs> In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was the governor of Syria. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> all right, so here I'm going to do... It's impressive, honestly, that you pulled that name out at, at all. Right at the end. Because, <laughs> yeah, it would have been negative five. So instead, I'm just negative one. So I'm into 12, and you're up to 24. Jeez. Wait, 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 wait. Because you no, got no, 10 no. points, right? Wait, is that right? Because it was 13, 14. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, negative one. Yes. So I go to yeah, 12, right. and then you that's go right. to 10, so you're up to 24. Man, you doubled me up now. So 20- Admittedly, okay, admittedly, Quirinius is kind <laughs> of a cheap extra. shot. He's kind of an extra. But he's an, I should have got that earlier, though, because he's a named character in the story. I know, and uh, here's the thing. I know that I know that you would know it. Or right, you if would, you had just thrown that on a random person, that'd be, okay. <laughs> so, a fun story. You know the you know the game you play at parties where someone would put, a, like, a name on your back and you have to figure out who you are? Yep. 
Like like in the office. You're right. The, the, <laughs> the name tag. By a woman? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and uh, so anyway, <clears throat> I did that once when we were hosting my dad's family. And uh, I put on my, the back of my uncle Quirinius. <laughs> and he he could never figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I can't blame him. And, How about <laughs> What hints can you really do? Well, I was I was, I specifically picked him because he was one of the more religious uncles that was there. I was like, oh, he probably knows. Mm. And he was like, who is Quirinius? <laughs> <laughs> but if it's a Christmas themed party, then yeah, that could be. Is it actually? It, it is Quirinius though. I say it that way. I don't know if it's right or not. Qu- well, Quirinius. I got. I don't know. What would that have been written in Greek then? The New Chi. Testament, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so like probably Quir. Chi- yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm asking, listeners, I'm asking uh, Man Michigan Hack because he has a theology degree. Yeah, so. that's true. So, yeah. Chironius was a fair one then for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've probably read all about Chironius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> all the, the entire yeah research of him. Meaning yeah. I read that sentence. <laughs> yeah. I read, yeah. I read the entire, everything the Bible has to offer about Chironius. I've read it. <laughs> it's like that being in the credits of a movie, but like in the middle where it's like, yeah. uh, boom, arm holder number seven. You know? <laughs> right, right. It's like, hey, I made it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the right. List. That's right. <laughs> yeah that's exactly Kyrenius. anyway <laughs> all right very good a good christmas bears theme. going for it on fourth and, down and in fields f- gets sacked in fairness in fairness i haven't even seen that yet but cool you're welcome in fairness um i did have that selected before i guessed so like mm. it wasn't like it wasn't like i got kevin McAllister quickly and then i was like all right i'm gonna pull this one out and really bury him <laughs> right God, no we both came up with ours before so yeah. and i liked how it was two very different directions like yeah tv character and like actual christmas story character my other my the only one i had was also tough do you want to see real quick if you could get it okay all right should we time you yeah let's do it bonus round all right you just keep if, time on this one because i got the I, game back up on my phone i now. i will how about this okay i will give you positive points back if you get them if you if it's negative, I won't count it against you. So it's a win win for you. Mm. Okay. Sure. I mean All I right. won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Oh, I pressed go on my seven minutes. Okay. Sorry. Um no, that's fine. Uh let me see. Shane. Okay. Right, I'll I'll stop and reset. Hold on. Oh, that's fine. I mean, it's, you're giving me, like, free chance again, so. All right, here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one, start. All right. Um, is this a person? Yes. Like, human, I mean. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Or humanoid or whatever. Um, r- is it a real person? No. Are they a movie character? Yes. Is it an animated movie? No. Um. Hmm. Is this movie older than you are? No. So, no, it is not A Miracle on 34th Street. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> or you have wonderful life. Or <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm just dead. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hmm. Not animated. Is this character the main character of the movie? No. Are they a good character? Like, would they be considered a good no. character? Um, not animated. Are they from Home Alone? No. I'm trying to think of ones that have like clear villains. Thinking about the Wet Bandits. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm always <laughs> thinking about the Wet Bandits <laughs> <laughs> and the Sticky Bandits. Then they were later. Yeah, they were. Oh, and yeah. then they were the Sloppy Bandits. <laughs> after that <laughs> they were the finished <laughs> they were yeah the satisfied bandits <laughs> <laughs> the erupting bandits <laughs> i think uh, you just created your own like home alone origin <laughs> like spin-off series <laughs> for adults <laughs> home alone <laughs> Um, that, yeah, you can keep the name. Yeah, the name still works. <laughs> I know I'm using some of my time, but since it's free, I don't care. There's like a question I saw that was like, describe your sex life using a movie title. And the best answer was Home Alone. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. Um, so not from Home Alone. Um, <sighs> Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> um not animated but they're not the main character is this a comedy yes is this from elf yes oh Is this the author guy? What's it? Uh, is this the? Is he short? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is he played by Peter Dinklage? Yes. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, oh crap! Um, Peter Dink, you wrote it. Peter <laughs> <notes>. Dinklage. <laughs> um. Was it Paul something? <laughs> no. No, that's the main guy, isn't it? All right, no. Paul. All right, now I've used my last few questions to guess his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, not Paul. Not Paul. Does this continue to be biblical? <laughs> Is it Peter? <laughs> yeah. I Peter Dinklage. real name. Um, yeah. Oh, this is going to bug me if I don't get it. <clears throat> we're bringing in blank <laughs> this is why this oh was... miles uh 
Is it Miles Finch? Yes. That's yes. It. yes. <laughs> Is it Miles with a Y? <laughs> That's why that's why this was actually kind of a sneaky genius question just because you can't think of his name. <laughs> yeah, cuz I was I thought it so cuz I was earlier today I was between that one or Quirinius cuz I was like okay if cuz if he gets like who yeah. it is, he's probably not going to remember the name of him. Yeah, and that was true. I'd use a couple extra guesses. Yeah. Quirinius <laughs> was actually the easier of the two options. <laughs> Even though I got this in less time, I guess technically, but but so you got six points back. Yes. So 24-18. All right. That's more respectable. Well, thank you. That's my Christmas present. Yeah, you're welcome. Merry Christmas. So now I owe you a, a nice sloppy bonus on it. <laughs> I owe you a sloppy bandit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Cool, so cool. what's our last Christmas segment? <sighs> well, in the Christmas spirit, you know, they say tis the season to be merry. Mm-hmm. Um and so it is, tis the season to marry, F, or kill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, just like all these other segments, they have been, they, this is Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. And we have a couple different scenarios for you. So uh, do you want to read the first scenario? Yep, let's do it. <clears throat> the first one, marry, F, kill, B- Santa Claus, Frosty yes, the Snowman. Yes, please. All three wise men. Oh, boy. Well, we've Sounds got like a fun time. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> well, it, it, it's honestly there's a lot of things I have to consider with this, mm-hmm. and I think the first thing I'm gonna go with here is I think I I've oh, the Bears almost blocked that punt. That would have been, and the, they were backed up in their end zone. I think what I'm going to go with is I'm going to – that would have been our special team. And instead, touchdown. the Bears muffed the punt and the Vikings recover. Really? Yeah. Oh, my word. That was a horrible muff. What the heck was that? Jeez. Well, did you see their returner had to go to the locker room? I don't know yeah. if he's back or not. But if he's not, that's going to hurt our chances to – Yeah. Ugh. Um. All right. So I am going to. I think okay because none of these. I don't know if any of these I really like. Really want to do. So oh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna marry Frosty the Snowman. Interesting. Because because he's he's fun to be around, mm-hmm. and at least he's only around for part of the year, right? Like if he gets mm-hmm. annoying with his thumpity thump thump. You can, <laughs> you only have to tolerate it for what, like four months of the year, mm-hmm. and then sure. you're free from that. That uh, you're free from that responsibility for uh, and that commitment for the other eight months. So I'm going to marry it's a very Frosty. Pessimistic way to look at a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to f Santa, um, and that would just be because. Um, just wanting to bring Santa baby to real life mm. on, on Christmas night. Just saw uh, Furious George kissing Santa Claus. That's right. <laughs> um, so, and I mean, I, I, I'm a very on-theme person, so I feel like it would be kind of a very thematic mm. just thing to do for Christmas. So I heard uh, Santa Claus sometimes hangs a mistletoe from his belt buckle. <laughs> 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 That's so... <laughs> 
It's a classic trick. Yeah. Must be a massive mistletoe. <laughs> um, and last, I'm going to kill the three wise men oh. uh, um, because okay, gold, here, frankincense, right. and myrrh are valuable gifts, and I could just claim them for myself. So <laughs> seems like an easy decision. So And killing the, the wise men is a big part of the Christmas story. Herod trying to kill them. So, yeah, yeah. that's... But well, they didn't. Never mind. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to start because I have the same exact logic. I'm going to kill the wise men because they have money and no, no. See, see that I agree with. I agree with that obviously because I answered that. But there is the small part of me that thinks, well, Santa could have anything in that sack if you know what I mean. Oh but, yeah, you could. <laughs> but but like he could have all. To, I mean, all the presents combined over the whole world. Think about all the iPads and new yeah, iPhones pro- that are in there. Yeah, probably way more than your company takes in a truckload. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is you'd like Santa to empty his sack for you <laughs> in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> all over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I'm gonna answer the same way. Kill the wise men. That was my first thought too. Um, which what does that say about us? But um, <laughs> I'm going to marry Santa because. Mrs. Claus has got a really good gig. Santa has great job security. He works one day a year. Um, the elves, like, imagine all the the work they do around the house and stuff, too. Like, Mrs. Claus has probably got a very easy life. And so I'll be Mrs. Claus. <laughs> there you go. And I'm going to thump, thump, thump <laughs> Frosty. But, uh, I just feel like... Being a snowman, the sensations would be exciting. Um, pull You're a like, but, uh, pull a button off the front of him, and it leaves a convenient hole right there. Um, yep. Yeah. Well, the song does say that he has a button nose, a button nose, mm. and two eyes made out of coal. <laughs> what that nose do, Frosty? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's take very that coal e- out. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very easy one for me. Yeah. I hear that Frosty, just similar to Santa dangling the mistletoe, Frosty likes to dangle his carrot down mm. down there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's mine. What Very is nice. our next one? Our next one is Mary F. Kill Rudolph, mm. Dominic the Donkey, or a partridge in a pear tree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll answer first. Um <laughs> Oh wow! I, I don't I know much. I about... came up with this one, and I'm so proud. <laughs> this is a good. I don't know much about the partridge in a pear tree, um, so I feel like I don't want to commit not knowing much about them. So I'm just going to kill the partridge in the pear tree. I am going to marry Rudolph. It's a. Uh, oh. I have a lot of respect for what Rudolph's done. Um, oh the way he's kind of. It's a real rags to riches story. Um, so I feel like. I would trust Rudolph to support me and always work hard and continue to move up in his company and uh, provide a good life for me. So um, I'm going to marry Rudolph and I am going to F the Christmas cheer out of Dominic the donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, the special thing about Dominic the donkey was he was capable of bringing all of the boys and girls in the mountains of Italy their Christmas presents. Is that in the song? Yeah. I don't remember that. I barely know this song. Wow. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Isn't it sung with like a really weird voice? You're calling Italian people weird? I mean, yeah, but... Jeez. 
Man, you're on a different Dominic level tonight. Dominic the Donkey. Is it that one? Yes. <laughs> Sung by Lou Monty. Not Lou Malnati's, but Lou Monty. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what's the theme of Dominic the Donkey? Where is the... Hold on. <clears throat> well, the chorus goes, Ah, jiggity jing, ee-aw, ee-aw, it's Dominic oh, the Donkey. Yeah. Remember that one? Um, yep. Oh, and here, here, yeah, the first verse. Santa's got a little friend. His name is Dominic, the cutest little donkey. You'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his oh, paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. I never realized that's what it was about, huh? Yep. So Santa can't get through the to the hills of Italy, so he relies on Dominic the donkey, the magical Christmas donkey. Dominic can get up in my hills, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Did the Bears almost score a touchdown? No, they got... Unless you're ahead of me. They just tried to return the punt and got stopped like within their own five. The oh, Bears that's what did? you saw. Yeah, so the Bears just re- oh. received a punt. Very nice. That was that was a really well done play. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. What so about you? I I have a, I'm having a hard time with this because Dominic the donkey mm. is even though he's good hearted he's very annoying with the jingity jing e ah e ah like let's get mm. real that gets pretty old pretty quickly so I definitely don't want to marry him but the thing about killing the partridge is that like I would assume that if you kill the partridge it's gonna somewhat be like other poultry so I could probably cook it maybe make like mm. a like a partridge fajita out of it or something. <laughs> Use the like, pears as like the vegetable. Yeah, it, yeah. You know? Why not? I mean, yeah, I didn't even thought of that. Like you can make like a pear salsa mm-hmm. to go with your your partridge partridge fajita. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's what tempting. Is a partridge. Let me look it up. Um, I think the route I'm gonna go here is I'm gonna go. <clears throat> hmm. Partridge is basically like a pheasant or a quail it looks like oh so perfect yeah yeah it actually looks delicious um yeah okay so that that makes my decision for me then i'm going to kill and skin and behead and prepare this partridge in a pear tree and i think i will go that extra measure and use the pear as a pear salsa here's a bunch of recipes partridge stew how to cook a brace of yorkshire partridges can you see if they anybody's made a partridge fajita? <laughs> I can look. Or partridge tacos. Here's a like roast that. partridge that actually has like some apples in it, like sliced apples as a garnish. So you could definitely okay. use pears. Partridge fajitas. Hmm. Let me see. I forgot that there's not one but two football games tomorrow. I know. It's awesome. On Tuesday. Yeah. Partridge fajitas. There's a recipe for it. <laughs> Yes, so delish. All outdoors with Muck Simons. Let me look real quick. Huh. So he's doing a video of how to make fajitas with partridge. It's interesting. Good call. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna go that route. Um, I think I'm gonna actually end up with the same answer as you because I am definitely I'm gonna marry Rudolph simply for his fame. Mm-hmm. Um. And he seems like he's a gold digger. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then uh, I'll end with uh, 
with effing Dominic the Donkey. So, yeah. Hee haw, hee haw. <laughs> Man, Fields just got sacked. It would have been a safety, but a penalty called it back. Yeah. Mike was that roughing the passer? Or? Yeah. He did pile driving. Which I hate that penalty, but based on the rules, that is a penalty. Huh. I mean, huh. I don't know what happened with the play, but Fields just like stopped playing. He thought something the Matt else Nagy happened. Effect. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it looks like right now. Uh, anyway, good see. segment, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Have a merry f kill Christmas. A merry f and kill Christmas. Montgomery has sixty-two rushing yards right now. So you got your over. I just need the Bears to win. <laughs> Did you bet that separately? No. You're just saying just as a Bears fan. <laughs> yeah. No, I have a bet that's it's a it's a booster. It's Montgomery fifty yards rushing or more and the Bears to win. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I'm already ahead tonight because I bet I had two Bulls bets and I think both of those hit. Nice. Yeah, they did. I'm gonna start I had been not betting them just because of the COVID stuff and their roster, obviously. But now that they're kind of back and have had a couple big wins. I bet $2, and I made 401 back. Nice. I feel like the Bulls are still a team. Everybody knows they're good, but you're getting good value betting them because they're still a little yeah. bit underappreciated, you know, relative to other teams. I, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Oh. <clears throat> anyway, well, good stuff. I mean, so we, what do we have left? Are airing of grievances then? Yes, we do. Oh, boy. Well, hey, this has been a good Christmas episode. Before we get too negative, I just want to say I appreciate you, and I thank you for Aww. being my co-host. Appreciate you, too. Merry Christmas. Merry um, Christmas. And, yeah, we've had a good run. <laughs> and, yeah, these uh, episodes, we enjoy it. We hope you'll enjoy it, too, listeners. So, um, yeah, it's been a good run. That's right. You fool! I've been trained in your Jedi arts by Count Dooku! In our airing of grievances, um, as you know, we like to go through other things that are just kind of bothering us. So I'll go ahead and I have a couple here. Um, so earlier we read about how there was not a creature was boinking, not even a mouse. Um, yep, and sad. for us, there was not any mouse, any mice stirring in our house. I think I talked about our mice um, probably on an episode a few months ago. And I went through a bunch of whole precautions of laying out traps and other preventative measures. Anyway, I, uh, I, I saw our, we had our first mouse occurrence, um, in a couple months. Um, and that was, I saw, I found a mouse in the mouse trap in the basement. So really in the grand scheme of things, not that concerned. Really? Yeah. 
in the grand scheme of things, I'm not that concerned because it is a single mouse and it is, I, I haven't seen any evidence of it. I don't know what, what's the matter. Fields got smoked. Yeah, I know. I'm seeing it. I mean, that's clearly a <laughs> concussion. I mean, maybe that's clearly targeting. It's tough when the quarterback slides, but yeah, that was still. Um, so anyway, the, it's a grievance just because it's irritating to get mice at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's kind of not that we don't do, we don't do silver linings. But I will say that I was like not I'm not freaking out because it's just one mouse and there's I've been really good. I like sprayed. I have a whole bunch of other preventative measures. So mm. it's bound to happen that every now and then throughout this winter I'm gonna have a mouse in the mouse trap. And that's just that's what the mouse trap is there for. So. Yep. Um, that, but that's, it's always, yeah, I just don't like having them. So that's that. Um, Roquan Smith, uh, another year of being one of the top linebackers in the league and another year not being in the pro bowl. Mm-hmm. It's at this point, it's just a travesty. I, I was, I was, I understood it for a while. Cause I was like, yeah, he's not as known and being an inside linebacker on a, like a really good defense. He's overshadowed by Khalil Mack and whatever, Eddie Jackson. But then I, but like this year like Khalil Mack's been out for most of the year like the two people on defense Bears fans talk about is Roquan Smith or not Bears fans national media is Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn and it's a travesty that Roquan Smith did not get a Pro Bowl nod so mm-hmm. um I feel bad for him because I don't know I mean I think he's due a new contract but I mean as a player it's like I don't know if they get bonuses or different incentives for reaching the pro bowl but in any in any case like what this does for him is it hurts him for conversations years down the road when he's done playing yep. and years down the road when a bears when some you know young bears fan is talking about a linebacker another bears fan is like oh yeah they kind of remind me of roquan smith and they'll be like Oh, well, Roquan Smith wasn't very good. You'll be like, uh, he was awesome. They'll be like, no, he wasn't even a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. That's like, well, that's so stupid. <laughs> the pro bowl is such a dumb, you know, based on who makes it and who doesn't make it. Because, like, same thing you could say, like, Mitch Trubisky was a pro bowler, which is true, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. And then Mitch Trubisky's been to as many pro bowls as Stafford. So, like, everybody knows the pro bowl is, like, a dumb way to measure it. But it is, like, yeah. a legacy thing. And Yep. And I'll even use that and say, like, hey, he's a Pro Bowl linebacker or whatever, meaning, like, they're one of the better ones in the league. Not that I even care about the actual Pro Bowl. It's just it's a metric people use to describe how good somebody is. So, yep. Yeah, I agree. And then my last grievance is, so I mentioned last week that we were on quarantine because my daughter had tested positive. Um, I My grievance was just that I did not... The quarantine did not last long enough for me to skip finals week at school, so I still have to go to work before Christmas break. Mm. I have one more day of finals to get done, um, so by the time you listen to this, I will have finished giving my finals, and I will be on Christmas break. So nice. That grievance is about to turn into a silver lining, but we don't do silver linings here. So. Yep. How's family and everybody? Everybody feeling better now? Mm-hmm. Good. Yep. All right, so my grievances. Um, this I'm not been... feeling so great watching this Bears game. Yeah, Mr. Nagy, I don't feel so good. <laughs> There's a Marvel reference. It's come full circle. Yeah, even though I don't, I never saw that movie. <laughs> um, 
yeah, Bears just turned it over on fourth down. It was a good throw, but yeah. Um, all right, first grievance. I live in the city of Valparaiso, Indiana, and the police department here has nothing better to do um, other than apparently put warnings on my car. So I left my car when we moved. I moved it across the street from our old house to a parking lot that our church and school kind of uses, but it's empty all the time. And so people park across the street in that in that lot when they live and where our houses are if you have a smaller driveway. So I parked there while we moved to the new house because our garage was full of stuff, um, which you saw because you helped me move stuff into it. So I left my car, like the convertible, across the street, get a, a note on the windshield that says this is now a, an abandoned vehicle and this will be towed on this past Friday if it's not moved by then. And they put that on there on like a Wednesday. So thankfully it wasn't an actual ticket. But I was just like, are you serious? Like, I guess on the highway, I'd never like looked at those tickets before, but you see like you, you p- go past an empty car. It's got like a sticker on it. Yeah. Apparently it's the same sticker I saw. So I, like, I oh, assumed that good to know. But yeah, basically it says this is an abandoned vehicle. You have till this day to move it. So, and what and what happens? So what happens if they just if they tow your vehicle and you just never go to claim it? If you're like, there's probably a, some rule where it's like you have sixty days and then it's auctioned off or sold or something. Probably you don't think you would get fined for it at all, though. I don't know because like who's They'd paying for that tow for the tow, right? Probably when you go to pick it up, you have to pay it, and if you never pick it up, I don't know. I mean, they know who owns the car; they'd have your title and everything, right? But if you never pick it up and maybe it comes out of the value of them selling your vehicle, but otherwise, if it's a piece of junk car that doesn't make any money, then they probably bill you, you know, I don't know. So only one way you to should try out. it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so that was just annoying. Thankfully, it wasn't a ticket, but um, yeah, it was dumb. The other part of moving is trying wow. to get everything set up. You, you don't, it's amazing how you don't even back the blue. I do not thin blue line <laughs> my <laughs> yeah um, yeah um, the other part of moving we got we're updating our kitchen we got a new stove so we're trying to hook that up but because the house is a little older it's got old connections so the gas line is like a smaller connection than what new gas lines use so I have mm-hmm. to buy an adapter mm-hmm. no big deal I have to go to the store and get one. But apparently that's a lot easier said than done because you can't take the actual stove with you. So I'm trying to measure and then guess what works and what doesn't work. The piece I got doesn't work. So now I have to go back to the store again. We haven't had a stove for like the past week of living here. Um, What I would do is I would go and like, so if you have, I don't know, I I don't know because I haven't had to work on that, but I would go and like, if you have a basic measurement you're shooting for, Mm -hmm. I would go and I would buy like, you know, maybe even like up to four or five different sizes. Return the others. Yeah. Yeah. Do you figure out which? Because yeah. I actually did that with our um, with our dryer. I had to hook up the dryer, and I wasn't sure which one. Uh, there was different sizes of the coil that the leads outside, thing. and I wasn't sure which one was the the correct one. And so I bought like a couple different kinds, and I just returned the ones I didn't use. That's smart. Yeah. So, so I'll probably do that. Um, I mean, I mean, I think I know now which one I need to get, but it's just like, especially when you're trying to do all this, when you're working, it's like, okay, I can come home from work and let me pick one thing I'm going to do today. Yeah. And then if it doesn't work out, it's like, all right, guess I'll try tomorrow, but we're still don't have a stove or washer and dryer still aren't hooked up. Just, it's just a pain. So, um, so that's been annoying. And, 
Thirdly, the fact that Kevin James was cast as Sean Payton might be the Legendary. worst. Yeah, might be the worst travesty to happen in the NFL, including deaths of players in my <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're like, you're like, even Bounty Gate wasn't as egregious as you could make that case. Casting Kevin James as Sean Payton. I mean, imagine what that does to your legacy. You know, yeah. I just can't wait for the Mike Tomlin, Chris Rock, <laughs> Chris Rock is Mike Tomlin movie. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome when, uh, yeah, Brandon Fraser plays the role of Matt Nagy in the Thirty for Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think that'd be more like Vin Diesel as Matt Nagy. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're both bald, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just pick Family. one characteristic, and <laughs> yeah. Um, and. I'm trying, who, what other good ones? I mean, you brought up on Twitter that uh, Kevin James would actually be better casted as Andy Reid. I feel like which, if he did the goatee or the beard or whatever, he would yeah. be a passable Andy Reid. Well, he'd have to put on some weight. I mean, he I know his thing is that he's a big guy, but but no, he's uh, not Andy. Unless Reed, you right? cast unless you cast like Gabriel Iglesias as <laughs> Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he could even play like a. Uh, Mike McCarthy, <laughs> more convincingly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't. The Sean Payton one does not make any sense. So we have yeah. some ideas for maybe fun future topics and stuff based around that. But I just had to mention it because it's recent news. So Kevin Hart as Tariq Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. Yeah, we'll come up with some other ones because that's kind of our. We have an idea to do that maybe. OJ so. Simpson as himself. Okay. <laughs> OJ Simpson as Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, if I yeah. did. It. Well, cheer up, man in the Michigan hat. It's Christmas. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse When you're chewing on life's gristle That grumble, give a whistle And this'll help things turn out for the best And always look on the bright side of life Always look on the light side of life Well, that is what we're, we're frustrated about today. What about you? Share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FN Podcast on social media or FrustrationNation at ShootYourShotSports.com. Go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. If you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday, everywhere you can get podcasts, and be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do or you just enjoy hearing us gab, Consider supporting the show on Patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo tip jar for one-time donations. Every little bit helps. Even $1, which is $35.36 less than it would cost for you to purchase a one ton of coal based on 2020's wow. metrics, makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support. Now get out there and frustrate the hate. We should... 
combine our money and buy a ton of coal. Just don't have it dumped in one of our driveways. Oh, yeah, because I definitely can't afford $36 <laughs> on my own. <laughs> Maybe our listeners can chip in, start a GoFundMe for us to buy a $36. Actually, I think we've made enough on Anchor from our Anchor ad. Let me see. That would be awesome. <laughs> we just cash it out <laughs> to buy a ton of coal. We're at $35.59. On Come Anchor. on, listeners. Go back and replay some of our older episodes if you have not. <laughs> We'd love oh, to buy man. this before the new year. Well, let's see. It's per thousand dollars that it's per thousand listens that you get a dollar. So, if ten of you go back and listen to each episode once, mm. then that would hit well over. That'd be yeah, because we only need a dollar to get to be yeah. able to afford a ton of a ton of coal. So if each it's you funny because when you say that, it just sounds like we're saying a lot of coal. We're actually talking about a ton. Like 2,000 pounds. <laughs> 2,000 pounds of coal. <laughs> if you got to, what would you do with 2,000 pounds of coal if you got it? We'd have to buy like a steam-powered ship or a train. I would totally do both of those things. <laughs> but then we need to get more money from Anchor. Mm. Well, we, I think you start with the coal is normally how people do this. And then you buy the train after yeah, and then just you buy like, the train tracks. Yeah, because just like you buy gasoline, and then you right, then you pay taxes for the road, and then you buy a car. Right. When yeah. I first was about to take driver's ed, I saved up and I bought about fifty to gallons of gas before <laughs> I got my car. <laughs> it's just a rite of passage. Right. Yeah. Just stored gas cans in the in the garage <laughs> till I had saved up enough gas. That's like when uh, the one pipeline was shut down. And all and those people in the south were laundry baskets and stuff. Just <laughs> go hoard. I don't know about if I saw that, but people were going with like garbage bags, like literal mm. garbage bags, like drawstring garbage bags. And you know filled. they were like throwing it in the back of their trunk and smoking a pack of marble red marble reds on their way home with just a a, a glad bag full of gasoline in the passenger seat. Puts a whole new meaning to Santa's sack. Oh, yeah.